You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hey, doing everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And today we have a special guest here with us, Jennifer Cypress. And Jennifer is joining us. Uh, she's an industry veteran with more than 20 years of experience in the multifamily space. She's the founder and CEO of Pinwheel, which is a marketing technology company which is transforming the property tour experience through innovative applications. And before she started Pinwheel, she was the director of apartmentguide.com, spent a lot of time consulting for different marketing technology companies and brands entering the multifamily industry uh, for a lot of different organizations, such as vast.com, apartmentlist.com, and Facebook Marketplace. So it's a very niche field as it relates to this specific facet of the industry. So we'd love to have Jennifer uh, speak about her experiences uh, with the uh, property tour um, on the property tour side and how we're able to utilize technology and provide insight to many different uh, topics as it relates to leasing our properties uh, in a more efficient and, and better way. So uh, really thank you for coming on, Jennifer, and I'm really excited to hear what you guys are all about. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's fantastic to be here. Great. So did I do your due justice with the bio or you have yes, to walk it back a little very, bit? Very, very impressive. Yes. Okay. Excellent. So let's, I want to hear it from you though, just so I can, yeah. next time I interview, I want to add, I want it to be perfect. So. <laughs> Great. No problem. Um, yes. I have, like you said, I've been in the multifamily industry for years, always on the prop tech side. And when I started, um, it was prop tech was so, so new to the industry. I feel like the industry has you know, obviously really um, modernized so much in the past 20 years. Um, but when I started, I worked for a startup company that did credit and criminal screening. And so that kind of led its way into doing uh, marketing, digital marketing. Um, and I've spent most of my life doing digital marketing. So as you mentioned, I was the director of apartmentguide.com, which at the time, I don't know if you remember, but they had the books in the grocery stores, the apartment guide books. And so half of the company was like focused on these books that people catalogs, basically that people would pick up in grocery stores. And then half of the company was focused on uh, the website, which is where I was. And so we had listings in, I think, 78 markets at the time. Um, and then I did a lot of consulting in terms of digital marketing and SEO and getting people to the property. And I feel like as an industry, we've done a very good job of competing in that area or advancing in that area. But then once people actually went on site to tour an apartment and to lease an apartment, there was, it was like a, a digital desert. There was no technology inside um, property managers were still greeting guests with binders and highlighters and printouts of floor plans and brochures. And so there just was a huge opportunity to go in there and, and create a more digital experience for the prospective residents. And so that's really where Pinwell has found its niche is inside the actual leasing office and during the leasing process. Okay. So how does that work? Like how does the technology work and what type of demographic in terms of, is it 
only class A luxury multifamily that'll benefit or anywhere as far as, you know, class C, who benefits from the technology? Yeah, that's a great question. So let me back up and say that when Pinwell started, our first product was actually a touchscreen. Well, actually the very first product was a touchscreen table that we put in the leasing office so that when people went into tour, they could see an interactive map and they could see what was available and they could start their whole application process on this digital table instead of with paper and pencils. So um, that was the first product and that product uh, basically um, moved into wall-mounted touchscreens just because most leasing offices have more room for a wall-mounted touchscreen. And so for class A properties and new builds, those touchscreens are very popular. Um, I think now with new developments, the having a touchscreen in the leasing office is almost like expected by property managers and by prospective residents. But then our, our new product, which we announced in 2019, is the self-tour application. And here's the way that works. If you're the prospect, you go to the property website. We do have an interactive map of the property that's on the website. So the prospect can see what's available and see different pricing, even if you have variable or term-based pricing. And then once they've decided which units they wanna see, then they can schedule a tour. They will then get uh, three reminders, emails and text messages directions to the property, prompts to download an application, some instructions of what they should expect. And then when they go to the property, they will have their, their application. They have to do go through an ID verification process. And then they have an interactive map that gives them step-by-step directions to each stop on the tour. At each stop, they can see photos, they can take their own photos, they can take notes. Um, And then they also obviously have access. So they can use their phone as a fob fob to get past fob readers. So they can get in the front door and they can get into common areas. And then we have digital access for them to see units as well. So for this self-tour product, it's different because every, every size property needs to lease apartments or to to sell apartments. And so we are off like, this is popular for any size property. It's popular for urban and suburban. It's popular for old properties. It's popular for new properties, class A, B, C, whatever it's, it's really for any size property. And it has two huge benefits. One is that the prospect it's more convenient for the prospect. So they can tour when they want to. If I get off of work and it's eight o'clock at night, I can go see the property. And so the properties are getting, you know, 300% more tours and they're, those tours actually are converting better even than the guided tours. And then on the other hand, the properties can also run more efficiently. So they can run with fewer people because they don't have somebody that has to get up and unlock doors for somebody on the third time they see the property if you have a urban mid-rise that isn't staffed, you don't have to send somebody over there to tour somebody around the property. And so it really helps properties to run leaner and more efficiently and also to increase their revenue. So how does that work? You, you mentioned, so like for the self-guided tours from a security standpoint, if going in vacant units or even showing units when a tenant, let's say it's the month of May and they gave the 30-day notice, we're going to be moving out. Uh-huh. you know, May 31st. And as a competent landlord, you want to try to fill somebody if you can before the tenant even 
moves out so you can minimize that turnover, assuming the apartment's in good condition. So I, I, I'm just, I'm, I, I want to hear more about how you can minimize the turnover process. Uh, and also from a security standpoint, how does that work when you're, you, you know, effectively, especially if a building doesn't have, you know, an on-site leasing office or and that's another thing maybe we can touch on is it what number of units is your sweet spot is it 50 is it 100 is it 200 300 so I'd love to touch on all three yeah so um wow okay to start out with i think any we uh, originally because with the touch screens we generally were in larger properties so that was where my experience was but we found with self-tour that it is uh, appropriate for any size really any size property. And we've been getting a lot of interest even from, um, you know, fourplexes or eightplexes or some really small properties where maybe somebody owns multiple properties in the same area. And so you want um, your prospects to, if this, if this fourplex isn't right for me, then maybe there's a five unit place down the road that I should see. So that's one really interesting implementation of it. But um, to answer your question in terms of security, the biggest thing that we do is, like I said, the ID verification. So before the prospect can tour, well, there's a couple different things. One is um, there is the option, the landlord has the option to only allow scheduled tours. So then they have to schedule in advance. They can't just show up on the fly and take a tour. That's an option. So if you have a well-staffed property and you're fine with people just showing up and taking a tour, we can set that up as well. But let's say that you have set it up so that only people who have scheduled a tour can take a tour. So when they show up, they, we have to match to make sure that they have scheduled a tour. We also have the option to take um, credit card information when they schedule the tour, which gives the property a little bit more security and also um, does a little bit better of a job of identifying the prospect. Then once they're on site, we do a two-step ID verification. So one, we check to make sure their ID is valid. And then two, they have to take a photo of themselves while they're moving. So it, it's using biometrics and we're making sure it's a live person, not a um, 2D image. And then we match that using facial recognition matching with the ID. So we do make sure that it's the right person, which is actually really beyond what properties do now when they're taking people on guided tours. Um, so it's a little bit safer than what is offered now. And then additionally, our access control is we're only giving people access to certain doors. So the property decides which doors they want each person to have access to and only for a very limited period of time. So I have to use my phone to get into the door and I can go through and I can only go in the doors that you tell me I can, that you've given me permission to get through. And then when my tour is over, I no longer have access. So I can't like call my friends and give them the code that I've been given. And we're going to come back at one in the morning and check out the property. So it is really pretty secure. Got it. Yeah. So that was going to be my next question. Um, so in terms of how does the, we don't have to get into the whole pricing model, but is there a general guide frame, you know, cause you mentioned, you've been getting interest for from four unit owners and obviously yeah. you've been servicing a hundred plus for the most part. So is there any kind of pricing guidance? Like who pays for these services? Is the landlord? Is it passed on to the tenant? How does that, how does mm -hmm. that work typically? The properties pay for it. So typically it's the landlord and we have a flat setup fee and then a flat monthly fee. So the flat monthly fee is the same price 
regardless of the size of property, unless it's under there, we have like a boutique property pricing. So if it's under a hundred units that you pay one price and if it's over a hundred units, you pay a different price and it's just, just monthly. Got it. Okay, perfect. And so how would you say, have you been seeing the business pick up more because, you know, obviously we're coming out of COVID right now, but have you seen it pick up more during COVID where people didn't really want to do interaction, especially with the self-guided on the self-guided tour side. And can you kind of talk about where you think that part of your business is headed in the future as we come out of the crisis pretty much? Yes. So it is so interesting that you asked that because it varied widely regionally. So there are some properties where there was a very little dip in activity because they kind of got back to business as usual quicker. And then there were some properties where leasing offices would close and then they would reopen with restrictions and then they would change the restrictions and then leasing offices would close again. And it really depended a lot on local governments and what restrictions they were, they were putting on properties. So that had a huge impact um, on the industry at large, I believe. And then uh, since I think things are loosening up. We're seeing a lot of people who are using the self-guided tours. We developed this product pre-COVID and we developed it because of research that prospective residents wanted it. So when we were seeing that prospects, it's just like we not spend your whole time with a salesperson, you would probably do that. Prospective residents feel the same way about going to a property. Generally speaking, they don't even really want to go. They're just going to double check to make sure that it's as good in person as it is online. And so they don't need a guide to, for them to do that just kind of last check before they sign the lease. Um, and they especially are younger residents really prefer to interact with digital media than a face-to-face then do a face to face with a stranger. And so we had already developed it based on that research. Um, obviously because of COVID, it became much more popular, much quicker because of social distancing. But what we're seeing is that now that those restrictions are loosening up, um, prospects are even more drawn towards doing these um, self-guided tours. So they prefer to do self-guided tours. And I think also like I said, I think the industry is also kind of moving towards looking for ways to make things more efficient. And so this dovetails nicely there because it's a, it's an easy way to make things more efficient, give the prospects what they want. Absolutely. So do you think that, and I don't want to be controversial, but you don't think your technology is necessarily replacing the job of a leasing person, correct? Is it, is it more of, you know, obviously the self-guided part is very different, but um, can a leasing person utilize the technology for their benefit as well? Oh, yes. Okay. So a couple different things. One is the properties that use the self-guided tour application use it even on guided visits because the prospect has a map. They can see where they're going. They can take photos. They can add notes. It's really handy for anybody taking a tour. And then the best thing is that the property manager or the property staff, they get tons of data from this. So we have analytics on all the tours. We have um, individual information. So every single person that comes to tour the property, you can see exactly where they went and time stamped. You can see all the pictures they took. You can see all the notes they took. And it's just a ton of information 
to help the properties with their leasing. Really interesting. So it adds as such a benefit and complement from so many different angles, uh, particularly right. with the data too. It adds, you know, allows them to be more efficient. Um, so and then also yeah. a fair housing component because um, I know that's something that a lot of property managers are very sensitive to. And if you're in an area where um, it's something that you really need to pay attention to, it's great to have a tool to make sure that every single person that comes through your property has access to the exact same information. Right. No, that, that makes a lot of sense as well. Um, and so you mentioned some areas, you know, are at least for the self-guided parts we're doing, more of those than, than others, um, are you in pretty much across the United States or where, where is your product located? We are all over. It's like, we, we, um, aren't stronger, I would say in any one market than another. Um, so we have a lot of properties in the West and a lot of properties in the Southeast and kind of everywhere in between. Excellent. And how can, people learn more about your company. Is there a demo that you usually do? Like if I wanted to sign up for your service, how does that typically work? Is there a trial or how's that process? Yeah. So um, we, there's a lot of information at pinwheel.com and then we have people who will do demos, just quick 30 minute demo so that they can show anybody how it works. And um, then you can, you can't sign up for a trial, but we do have a 30 day out. So it's really easy to try it out. And then if you want to cancel, then you just give 30 day notice. Got it. And I wanted to touch back on the process of the tenants doing the self-guided tours and the units that the landlord picks out. Mm -hmm. How does that work from a key fob standpoint? I think you mentioned it a little bit, but I want to get into that a little bit more. Yes. So there are a couple different ways that properties set up the tour. If properties have model units, they might just want to send people to the model units and that's fine. Obviously not all properties have models. And so we have integrations with every major property management system. So we always know which units are vacant. So we can allow prospects to see vacant units without, um, without any problem. And so that's an easy way to manage that. When they go to the vacant units, they have to have a digital, they have to have some kind of digital entry system. We do have digital key boxes. So if it's not a upgraded building, that's fine. We can put key boxes on the, um, on the doors and those key boxes, the code will change for every single visitor and it will expire after every single visitor leaves. So that's like the easiest way for any property to kind of retrofit their units for this experience. Got it. So, and that would be primarily if you're dealing with the owner, like you said, that doesn't have a model unit, maybe it's 50 units and it's always, I mean, this is me in, in my case, actually. Yeah. Uh, let's just say, for example, I have a 50 unit building. It's always hundred percent lease. There's barely any turnover. I usually have a tenant right before, you know, right before somebody yeah. moves out and they don't want me going in the unit and they don't want me changing the keys. I, how do you kind of, work around that. Um, that I think that that's just like my one major question with the keys, uh, especially for, you know, properties that don't have the luxury of having a model unit and right. always is constantly occupied. Right. So that's one, one way. I mean, it's the same to me, every time you do a tour, it's the same thing, right? Like you have to get permission from 
uh, the person who's living there, you have to have your timeline set in stone. And all of those things are things that we take care of digitally, which is actually nice because we're making sure that there's no human error along the way. It's scheduled digitally. Um, the person shows up, they only have access during the scheduled time. Um, so they do, they would have to either put a key box on the unit um, or they can, um, we can use a digital lock. I mean, we, of course, this is up to the property manager and the um, resident, but typically I would say there's some digital lock involved. So if you don't want to do a key box, then we can install a digital lock. And a lot of properties will do that as well, where they will just install digital locks as units become vacant. And then the resident enjoys that as well. So the residents can also, uh, with uh, the digital locks that we sell, which is the most modern type of lock and there are a lot of companies that sell this type of lock. You can use a key, you can use a code. So it has a keypad or you can use your phone as a fob. So it has all different types of entry and um, residents really appreciate that as well. So they can use their own phone as a fob. Absolutely. And is that something as part of your service or is that more of an add-on? It's an add-on. So you can buy those locks separately and then you pay a, a very small additional monthly fee for those. Got it. Okay. So very interesting. Uh, so yeah. how can you mention your website? Is that the best way to reach you or are there other ways? Yeah, the website is probably the best. We Oh, I also um, meant to mention, we also have a lot of great videos on YouTube, which you can, you can see when you go to our website, um, pinwheel.com. And then my own email address is jennifer at pinwheel.com. It's pinwheel with a Y. So P-Y-N-W-H-E-E-L. Great. And we'll have a link to Jennifer's email as well as her website and YouTube channel. So our audience can check it out and you know, consider using this if they have, you know, their own multifamily properties, uh, they can, is there like a consultation form online or how, what's the best way to check out the service and to contact the service? Yeah, there's a, the best thing to do is to go through the contact link on our website and then somebody will reach out to you really quickly. We always get back to people really quickly. So any questions, if anybody's even just interested in, prop tech and what's new and tour technology. I'm happy to talk to them. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jennifer. We really appreciate it. And for the audience, if you liked what you heard and or saw, if you could give us a rating and review on iTunes, it would really help Jennifer and myself get our message out to a larger audience. That's just the way iTunes works. So we really appreciate that. And again, I would encourage you to reach out to Jennifer as well to learn more about Pinwheel. So thanks again for coming on, Jennifer. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Excellent.